Just got this text. So my new Tesla doesn't have AM stations. You can't listen to AM radio in the new Tesla? Oh, yeah, well, boy. Not a good sign. Thanks, Elon. After all the nice things we've said about you. Doesn't help me in my way to make a living. That You don't even see it's worth putting in there. I mean, how much space would that have taken up to put in the old AM band? Space. It's all the, you know, microchips. Hey, you know what? F you, Elon. F you, dude. We've been standing up for the Hyperloop. SpaceX. We've been pimping Teslas. We We said, we said, why did I do that? We said it wasn't a big deal that you were smoking pot on the, uh, right. the podcast. Now, granted, we're on FM stations, too. And we should be on yes. more. Um, we should be on a lot more. But, dude, God dang it. So I expect my enemies to come at me. AM is kind of the equivalent of the telegram. Very useful, you mean? <laughs> In getting information so, across? Do we still have that clip about AM radio? That's what we need. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's the... Come on. Yes. So it, uh, God, I can't believe the Teslas don't have AM radio. I would actually hate that. I listen to AM a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, so that would that would not be cool for me to not have AM in my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't dig that. In fact, that'd be a deal breaker for me. Um, AM radio is a viable and modern source for news and entertainment. See? That's true. What he said. Timing. Got a town... <laughs> In Virginia, where they're going to make it illegal to trick-or-treat if you're 13 or older. <laughs> we have mocked for a long time the older kids who still go trick-or-treating. Yeah. 13's kind of young. You could have a youngish 13-year-old. that'd be. They'd think that was fine. It's about around the age where I thought this isn't cool for me to be doing anymore. Right. I will tell you this. Having raised three children through teenagerhood. Well, one's still 19, but... Um, and the ca- the caveat being, you must be polite. No sullen, demanding teenagers. No. Please, and that no, how, sucks. About the, how about the costume? No costume whatsoever. Gotta have a costume. Yeah, exactly. That's the second caveat. Having said that, and observing my kids, they didn't want to let their childhoods go Who does? quite that fast. And they wanted to get together with their friends and do what had been special to them since they were three years old. And I hadn't realized that till I raised kids. It wasn't lust for candy, although that factored in a little bit. It was holding on to their childhoods. <laughs> sure. Um, and, you know, and. But they always put on an effing costume, I'll tell you that. Making it a law is ridiculous. I hate to, you know, stand up from my chair that I sit in and shout, get off my lawn, you know, and have it snatched out from beneath me. So I will point out, you better have a costume, you delinquent. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just make some sort of noise. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The the noise is up to you. To punctuate your statement. (laughs) Old guy noise. Insert old guy noise, which reminds me, I've seen actual uh, movie scripts that, have in the midst of the action, um, your line is orgasm sound of your choice. I mean, because they don't oh, say, my um, uh, just, oh, is, oh, 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 my God. This is mine. Whoop! <laughs> That's mine. Whoop! <laughs> 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 That's what I do every time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, whoop, whoop! I, That's oh, a really good one. That was a double. Yeah. I wish I hadn't brought it up. <laughs> I wish you hadn't either. Yeah. Oh, boy. In these divided times, we can all agree that was a bad idea. So you got 
You know, it's funny. We were talking about a return to the magical thinking of the Middle Ages where you reject fact and you call it heresy. Oh, man, I read a great... Who wrote that? It was an it was an absolutely wonderful comparison of a lot of what's said about uh, going against politically correct thinking in the super progressive social justice warrior thing and how it's exactly like the accusations of heresy in the Middle Ages. If you dare go against the church, like a Copernicus or a Galileo or whatever with facts, the, the verbiage is almost the same. They just use slightly different words to persecute you, and, and, and they will never address your arguments. Um, it's it's act, The, the uh, story is that to even confront those arguments with counterarguments would be joining in the heresy. So you don't even do it. So I thought that was hmm. interesting. But So we were talking about you know the return to Middle Ages-style illogic, and you got this typhus outbreak in Southern California spread by fleas. So flea-borne typhus is uh, is exploding, uh, particularly in Long Beach. Uh, sounds crazy. I've never heard of it. Health officials: nine cases in downtown L.A., twelve Long Beach, twenty in Pasadena, fifty-nine in L.A. County. Uh, makes humans sick. Um, it's a feral rats, possums, and cats carry the disease, but it was uh, more a vestige of the past than the modern day. It's like having the Black Plague come back. It's a little disturbing. Yeah. Has, has, have we peaked? Tell you what, it's so useful to study history. Egypt went from the most modern empire on earth to, you know, ooching around camels, you know, trying to grow crap in the sand. Roman Empire. Sure. Civilizations regress. It's chilling, isn't it? Who yeah. knows? Who yeah. knows? Oh, yeah. We'll all be sitting around in mud huts, picking fleas off each other soon. No running water. No turlets. I know. When I visited Bath, England, and you uh, they've, they've got such a setup Inventor there. of rolling around in water to get cleaner. <laughs> They've, they've still got all the stuff there that the Romans built 2,000 years ago, and just the amazing sophistication of the the baths and the toilets and the sewer system and everything like that. And you think, all that went away, and people went back to pooping on the ground right? and, and dying from the diseases of it. For hundreds of years. For like a 1,000 years. Right, right. It's Yeah, it's incredible. And is this how it starts? Is there a single species on Earth other than Homo sapiens that regresses? I don't think so. Like chimps forget how to eat grapes. I don't think wolves have gotten a whole lot better or worse. They just stay the same. Well, right. It's not like they forgot how to hunt caribou from, you know, the year uh, 1102 through 1480. Crocodiles didn't have cell phones for a while and then (laughs) lost that. Went back to what they are now. Right, exactly. Crocodiles walked upright and conversed in multiple languages (laughs) for quite some time. Yeah, wow. Oh, well. You know, it's how... Terrified would you be? I mean, if you were not a thinking man uh, or woman, you might just be excited. But how terrified would you be closing the door of your time machine behind you and getting ready to vault forward 500 years? Wow. What what do you think would be the most likely thing? Of course, where am I landing? I could land in the middle of Africa today and I would think, oh, my God, what's happened? Yeah. Uh, well, for the purposes of the discussion, right back here. Okay. Uh, wherever here is for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, who knows? I, I mean, 
It could, could be, be the Jetsons. It could be people yeah. flying around. It could be wonders undreamed of. Mm-hmm. People with little fins for hands. Big heads. Right, or big fins and little heads. You don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or, or it could be a beyond a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, it could be a tribe in loincloths with sticks that immediately set to beating you. Right. Or you might just land in a bunch of lava. That'd be the worst. <laughs> that would be a brief and really unenjoyable sojourn into the future. So if you have a time machine, you only well, get Well, to- I'm on fire. <laughs> you have a time machine, you only get to choose one. Do you go forward or back? I'd go back to next Tuesday and not bet on the Yankees. Um, I, mm, Wow, what a great question. Is it? Forward, yes. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure. I think I'd probably go with unknown, you know, show up somewhere where I kind of have an idea what it'd be like to, to observe it. I, I, yeah. Oh, boy. I would say my my premise, my discussion would m- really motivate me maybe to go back. How about, although I would go forward 30 years. I don't imagine the tribes and loincloths or the lava will be a thing. Yeah, 500 yeah. years would be just a little too blow your mind. You couldn't handle it. But right. 30 years would be interesting. And I just, you know, I was going to say, look at a daily newspaper. I guarantee you there won't be any newspapers in 30 years. Right. Um, uh, but yeah. to take in the information of the day in whatever manner people are taking it in and try to figure out what's going on. Mm. I wouldn't want to go too far forward where I'm just a, a, at the bottom of the technological food chain all of a sudden. right? Like where it, it, cause You're I, like a caveman. Yeah. The you of today are like a caveman. Yeah, like if I took a Bic lighter and went back in time to a certain scenario, I'm a wizard. I'm, a, I'm the sure. most, most powerful person <laughs> they have ever experienced. Right. The inverse could also be true if I go forward far right. enough. You'd or be my, like a goldfish. I show them my iPhone and they're like, what is that paperweight? We collide atoms with our minds. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> You wouldn't understand. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, Simpleton. It'd probably put you in a cage and poke you with sticks, put you on display. So many of our segments sound like three high guys having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, this one certainly has. <laughs> At the most, it's only one. If you had a time machine, would you go forward or back, dude? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> I'm only high on breakfast blend coffee this morning. All right, where were we? What are we doing? What What is our purpose here? We've been playing music from people that have been nominated to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, including John Prine here. Um, we mentioned that Harvey Weinstein might get off. That's uh, really disappointing. Uh, we could look into that more thoroughly if we wanted to. Harvey Peenstein. Yeah, boy, that'd be a setback for the Me Too movement, wouldn't it? He freaking walks. Oh, my God. Uh, Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, when they go low, we go high. No. No. When they go low, we kick them. 
Kick him. Get in your face. Run him out of gas stations. That's what this new Democratic Party is about. That was Eric Holder, who was the Attorney General. I, I hate hearing somebody as prominent as him say that. Michelle got Michelle's on TV right there. She's got a new book out, I think. Uh, she got beat up by people on the right who are going to beat up anything the Obamas say. When she said that, oh, yeah, look at this, look at this. But I like the fact that somebody in a prominent position was saying that's what we should do. She was expressing an ideal. Yeah, There's nothing exactly. wrong with that. No, no. And that, that should be the ideal. And, and the leaders of both sides should be expressing that ideal. Yeah. Hillary Clinton, in back-to-back days with Eric Holder, of saying, no, 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 we're going to get even dirtier. That's how we'll win. While it might be true and realistic, that's not what you want your leaders saying. Mm-hmm. I think it reflects a Hillary-esque, meaning totally poor, understanding of Trump. The reason Trump gets away with a lot of what he does is that he's goofy. People just put up with the goofy quadrant of his personality in order to get the uh, you know the more substantive stuff, judges, etc. Nobody thinks Eric Holder is a kooky nut. I don't. And I realize that's an odd defense, but these are odd times. I don't know. I'm just time to start paying attention to baseball for me now that you're down to the final four. It's pretty exciting. Everybody in the world wants a uh, Red Sox Dodgers. I want a Brewers Astros. But um, I don't know if this guy is going to get to umpire uh, this round or the World Series, but this particular umpire gotten, got beat up on ESPN the other night, and there's some about that. Should you call out umpires this much on sports broadcasts? With a former baseball player saying, this guy is horrible, horrible. They need to do something about him. He needs to be kicked Angel out. Hernandez? Is that his name? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I've Who heard had, him called the worst umpire in baseball. He had three calls overturned in one game. I think it was three out of four. <laughs> three in one game. Yeah. Where they go to the tape and say, nah, he got that wrong. And it was first base, too. And and some of those plays are very very close, but I, I'm against the. I don't like it in any of the sports. It slows it down, and, and I don't like it. But apparently, everybody's it's just important. We to, get it right, Jack. Is this it, is the postseason. Is it like? Yeah, I won't get into. What it. about just, the sanctity of the game? I think it ruins the TV show, which is what it is for me. Some exciting happens. Oh, it might not be true. So we'll wait around 15 minutes later. It is true. Yay! I guess I'm still excited. I don't know. Yes, I don't even it's remember. A second chance for excitement. I don't even remember. Or bitter happened. disappointment. <laughs> My favorite are in the football games or like the Buccaneers or something. They got the touchdown cannons that go off, right? So they go through the whole thing. Cannons go off, confetti's in the air. You no. got a pirate running around. Right? Yeah, no, that's uh, the plays under official review. The uh, touchdown does not stand. All right. There you go. I like the drama, though, of when the the, uh, the the crew chief, the umpire crew chief, takes off his headphones and simply gives the fist out. And, ah! Ah! and everybody goes crazy. It's the drama, the suspense. I think baseball gets it right a lot better than football. They try to keep it quick, but I know you're against it. You're a fundamentalist. Slows it down. And I like the human element, whatever that means. I dislike the human element. I'd like to see robots playing. Robots facing off against robots with robot umpires. I ought to just watch those robot war shows. Do you think the Saudis had 15 guys show up there to that building, grab that guy, kill him, and cut him into pieces and take him out of the country? Yes. Wow. Man, that is some hard ball. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Holy I, cow. I, uh, the original account of the 15 uh, Saudi diplomats showing up, 
I thought, well, there are a number of possible explanations for that. But it turns out that they showed up that day, two separate flights from two different places, then left that afternoon and went back to various spots around the Middle East. They were just there for a few hours. Happened to be the hour Mr. Khashoggi so showed they up, came up, never a, to be seen again. So they came up with an old-fashioned mob-style, let's just rub him out, cut him up into pieces, yeah. and take him out in suitcases? Tell them we're going to have a meeting in the restaurant, except it's you got to fill out the paperwork to marry this girl. Yeah. Yeah, and chopped him into pieces and dumped him in various spots around Turkey, I'd imagine. Wow. Or they flew home with him in his carry in the carry-ons. And I'm I'm not trying to be facetious. It's a right. horrible story right. of an oppressive government that happens to be our buddy, but you know, I don't know if you've ever if you've ever had part of your life be even, you know, maybe you're involved, maybe you're at the periphery of it, but friends who are dangerous. Have you ever had dangerous friends? Um, you get it. Saudi Arabia is a very dangerous friend, um, but they're more our friend than Iran is. Uh, I had one, and similar to Saudi Arabia, he reached a point where it was way beyond, you don't even want to talk to a guy who's willing to do that, mm-hmm. uh, and we may be there with Saudi Arabia, I don't know. Lindsey Graham says we might be. Yeah, yeah. I love Lindsey. I disagree with him on foreign policy a lot, but... Um, Anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the statement by the president who gave a rambling, uh, like, half-hour-long interview on Fox and Fiends this morning, and they asked him some hardcore questions. They asked him some gotcha, super-headline-generating-type questions. Okay, I haven't heard the uh, It was not a softball fest at all. Uh, he dodged them all mm. um, in the way that uh, a president probably should when it's delicate matters of foreign policy. Mm. But he did say some pretty hardcore stuff about, I am not happy about this. This is not good. This is not cool. We're looking into it. But I am not happy. Well, was it Pompeo yesterday or Lindsey Graham? Pompeo! Might have been Pompeo, the Secretary of State, who said, it shows contempt for our relationship. Right. We're going to do this, and you're going to put up with it. That's what they're saying. Right. Now, uh, Mr. Khashoggi was not a U.S. citizen, but he was a resident of the U.S., and he worked for the WAPO. And, you know, I don't know. He's a human being. There's that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll see what the White House has to say about it. I suspect very, very strongly. They hate Iran. They got a lot of our weapons. If it ever got super ugly in the Middle East, they're on our side with our weapons. Right. So I suspect very, very strongly that Mr. Khashoggi and his disappearance will vanish into the sands of time, no pun intended, and we will put up with it because there are much greater things at stake. And Tom Friedman wrote in the New York Times months ago that because he sat down with MBS and said, I have some hope for this guy, he said, but I've been fooled many times before. Yeah. He was he was rel- relatively skeptical going in. Turns out I think he was right to be. Well, if you're not a brutal dictator, you're not going to reform Saudi Arabia. You've got to be both, which is kind of a, you know, a nasty reality. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Along the lives you've been talking about what a Washington Post reporter told Armstrong and Getty about the missing Saudi journalists. Okay, that's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Let's jump to the news here on the Armstrong and Getty Show with Marshall Phillips. Well, the Washington Post reports U.S. intelligence intercepted Saudi Arabian officials' uh, communications which implicate the Saudis at the highest levels with the disappearance of the missing Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. So we're spying on our ally, which we spy on all our allies, and, and they spy on us. Sure, yeah. But we didn't go to them just behind the scenes and say, look, hey, MBS, we picked this up. We know you were planning on yeah. snuffing this guy or capturing him or something. So what good? No, we announced it in the Washington Post. Well, somebody did. I'm starting to get Somebody leaked. Could have leaked, on, not on purpose, you're saying. Yeah. Well, no. It wasn't a plan. Well, oh, right, exactly. It was just a guy who was pissed leaked it. Yeah, I'm starting to get a talk with the Post-National Security reporter Shane Harris this morning about the new information that found... There was a plan before Jamal went missing in the consulate in Istanbul to try and actually lure him back to Saudi Arabia where he would be detained uh, and possibly interrogated, uh, and that this was approved at the highest levels of the Saudi government uh, by the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, of whom uh, Jamal Khashoggi had been a pretty outspoken critic. The 59-year-old Khashoggi writes for the Post and went missing last week when he went to the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Turkey, to get paperwork that he needed to get married. My point, which I made fairly poorly, was that you have leaks that are just a, a pissed-off employee who wants something known. And sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not. And then you have leaks that are, well, we don't want to say this publicly, because that would really up the ante diplomatically. But we're going to let everybody know what we know that are part of, you know, the foreign policy establishment that Pompeo would have approved it, you know, at right. all. Yeah. MBS could just be another different Middle Eastern dictator. He could just be another. He's just a different guy that found a way. I'm going to be in charge of this country. He's a young guy. This is going to be my country now. Yeah, and I'm going to be the big swinging Richard of this area. His reformist moves might merely be show to quiet down the population. Who knows? Or he might be sincere and, uh, uh, you know, a realist. Who, like I was saying a couple of minutes ago, you must be an iron-fisted dictator to be a reformer the in the Middle East, or it'll get completely out of control. I think he's just a, th- a different thug, but the kind it's of guy, th- the kind of guy that decides I need to have the world's greatest painting, yacht, and house is is not focused primarily <laughs> on making this a better country for all. What are you going to park out front of the world's greatest house, Jack? Some sort of half-ass boat? What are you going to hang on the wall of the world's greatest house? The world's second greatest painting? <laughs> right. What, what's the matter with you? It's obvious. It's a set. Uh, by, the, by the way, you can hear oh, the... Let's get some cheap towels. No! You're going to get the world's greatest towels. By the way, you can hear the entire interview with Shane Harris by going to armstrongandgetty.com. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi says trying to force President Trump to release his tax returns will be one of the first things Democrats do. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about this. Go ahead. I interrupted you. I got so excited like a little kid. One of the first things Democrats do. Dad! 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 (laughs) If they win back the majority. Which committee is it? One of your committees, if the Democrats control it, can they think, forced the president to reveal his taxes. Under a 1924 IRS provision, she says. Some sort of uh, oversight, the oversight committee, maybe? Yeah, ah. it's uh, one of your federal something or other. So, yeah. But, it, but the Democrats control it. They yeah. could get Trump's taxes. That's a pretty big deal. Number one, that has nothing to do with Americans' lives. No. 
and what we need as a country, mm. our national security, no. people's pocketbooks, Absolutely not. education, of course not. agriculture, all that is good is whole and holy. And no Nothing way. to do with it. No way <laughs> does that relate to those things. On the other hand, I'd sure as hell like to know what's in them. <laughs> Pelosi did an interview with the San Francisco Chronicle's editorial board. and In the interview, she also claimed if the election were held today... The Democrats would win control of the House, and she would return as Speaker. I don't, that's exciting. There's hardly anybody doubting that they're going to take the House, right? I mean, that's just the way politics works. You you have a big, ex, a big expenditure of, of angst and excitement by right. one party, and you win the White House, and then you kind of... The pressure valve has been released, and the other party builds up because they think the country's being ruined by Obama or Clinton or Bush or whatever. Right. That's just the way it works. And we go back and forth and back and forth and get $21 trillion in debt. And the lawyer milks the cow, right? The Catholic Diocese Sacramento getting ready to release the names of priests accused of sexual abuse. Staff members currently going through the personnel files of over 2,000 priests in the last 50 years, and they intend to release the list sooner rather than later. The diocese includes 20 counties in Northern California, and oversees a million Catholics in the region. Mm. Sacramento's following the uh, church's uh, release about more priests in San Diego, San Jose, and a number of other locations around California. And it is on Senator Feinstein and challenger Kevin DeLeon are agreeing to be on the same stage and answer questions from a moderator. The two Democrats are going to appear at an event in San Francisco on October the 17th going to be hosted by the Public Policy Institute of California. If I'm him, I try to make her look old. Ageism. I think that's what I do. I don't think he's going to have to try really hard. She's very, very old. Right. Yeah, yeah you just look for opportunities to make her look old. And we Which, got... like you said, what would you have to do? <laughs> yeah, right. And we've got... Like to... Looking for opportunities to make an <laughs> elephant look big. <laughs> And we've got new testing that shows jewelry loaded with the toxic... Jewelry? Like the, the, the Jews of the Jewelry. Sounded a, like you said jewelry. Wow. Wow. You got Shiny to... things that one would wear to adorn their bodies. Excellent. Now, uh, the new testing shows that the... Like uh, my many piercings. Go on. That the jewelry is loaded with the toxic metal cadmium, and it's being sold by national retailers, including Ross, Nordstrom Rack, and Papaya. The testing was done for the center uh, by the Center for Environmental Health, and they showed some of the stuff sold uh, with women's apparel was nearly pure cadmium. Turns out that exposure to the stuff can cause cancer and reproductive harm. Good Lord. Yep. Tests were done on jewelry sold in the San Francisco Bay Area. Where was this stuff manufactured? Do we know that? I do or? not have that information. Great, Scott. That's yep. terrible. And one last note, I don't know if you've heard, but LeBron James is taking a lot of heat for saying his kids drink wine and mad is taking notice. Mothers Against Drunk Driving weighed in on Twitter saying, we still have a long way to go to educate parents about dangers of underage drinking. Oh, shut up. Yeah, it came after James told reporters the other day, his boys ages 14 and 11 drink whatever dad and mom is having. Which in every other country they do, and they seem to be just fine. There you go. I also don't imagine the LeBrons are ones that are necessarily tying one on every night. So Obviously. <laughs> right. Well, and then getting behind the wheel. I mean, that's uh, right. rather that, a large The whole lead. thing is stupid. Yeah. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. On the other hand, they have a number of people in their employ whose sole job is to get them on the news. And they did. Yep. So win for them. They probably drink to that. Celebratory <laughs> drink. <laughs> 
<laughs> you think? The petering out coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Kunis, as we have played Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee. The Cure, that's what I thought, and love The Cure. You gave Stevie Nicks no love today. I don't care what the disease is, I just love The Cure. You gave Stevie Nicks no love today, I noticed. She She, was a nominee. She got one song earlier. She did? Yeah. Did she? I missed that one somehow. At just 17, yeah. Lovely gal, sings like a goat, but some people like that. I guess it's called vibrato. (laughs) Sings like a goat. Made a career of it. Of course, I sing like a cat somebody stepped on, so who am I to talk? Um, America's obesity is threatening national security. What now? According to a new study. I've had five cookies today. You want to know why? (laughs) Why? Because somebody made them and brought them to work. Yes. You know how many cookies I would have eaten if nobody brought them to work? How many? Zero. Mm. Follow-up question. Who do you blame in this scenario? That means I've got the intellect of like a squirrel. (laughs) Certainly the self-control of a hungry dog. Right. A hungry exactly. Labrador retriever. Exactly. Which is to say, 24 hours a day, a Labrador retriever. It's pretty well known at this point that just under 30% of Americans age 17 to 24, which is prime age to join the Army, are not eligible to join. About 30%. Beyond that, almost a third of those who sit down with a recruiter to take the first steps are immediately disqualified because of their weight. What percent? About a third, just under a third. What's interesting about that? Okay, it's one thing if you got a bunch of people that aren't eligible. Well, they weren't going to join anyway. These are people that wanted to join. A it's actually a slightly who, higher number, yeah. A third of people who actually, you know, I, this is what I want to do, can't do it. Right. Just from when you sit down, they look at you and say, nah, you can't be in the military. Yeah. I keep thinking of John Candy from Stripes. You got what? A 10-week training program? That's perfect for me. <laughs> Uh, out of all the reasons we have that future soldiers disqualify, the largest, 31%, is obesity, according to Major General Frank Muth. Wow. Whose name in German means courage, interestingly enough. Yeah, I'm against lowering standards, but at some point you might have to change the standards just so you can have enough people. A freshly published study, Unhealthy and Unprepared, is the title. Concludes that America's rising numbers of overweight youths are going to have real impacts on the military's ability to maintain effectiveness. Uh, You've got to get that message out because our concern is what happens when that percentage that qualify potentially goes down further or if the obesity number starts to go up. You're going to have to you're going to have to lower the standards. Or change the standards. You're just well, going to have, have to. to lower your enemy's standards, too. Hey, don't chase after us because we're really fat and we're out of breath. Each side gets two timeouts. Right. They get to- in, in, what, in what dream world are you living, Jack, where you can just lower your standards? In what dream world are you living in where you, the government can announce you need to be more fit? And people will think, oh, okay, I won't eat as much. When you're motivated by, especially at that age, 
I want to be as attractive as possible to find a mate. You're oh. so motivated by that all day, every day of your life. And if that ain't enough. Well, you were, but modern kids aren't because there's so many hormones in the water. <laughs> and if Everybody's that asexual. And if looking good for selfies and getting uh, laid isn't enough to motivate you to, to be fit, the government saying you should isn't going to do the trick. Somebody get me the San Antonio Frogs Alex Jones clip, please. <laughs> please. This is a problem. A uh, study uh, was taken undertaken by researchers. Uh, 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 I'd solution? like to stop ISIS, but I'm too fat. <laughs> I'm wearing a robe to battle because they couldn't make a uniform for me. Wow. One solution they found was institutionalized fitness and nutrition programs in schools to ensure that kids grow up with healthy habits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 29% of young Americans with high school diplomas, no criminal record, no chronic medical issues, um, just, s- oh, oh, I see, of the 29% of Americans who have all those things, 17% would be qualified and available for active duty, only 17%, 13% would be would qualify, be available, and achieve a satisfactory score on the armed forces qualification. To, well, the long and short of it is they're having real trouble finding people who qualify. The good news, and this is weird good news, but the rest of the world is catching up to us <laughs> in ter- as they get more and more westernized and more fast food and right. whatever it is that's causing this. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not as sure as I used to be what is causing it. But whatever is causing it, uh, the rest of the world's catching up to it. So pretty soon China will be fat and we'll all be equal. Be a bunch of fat guys. It's going to take a while to fatten China. They got oh, yeah. a lot oh, yeah. of people there. Yeah. So we're slowly China. just cholesterol fat. bombing the rest of the, the world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you can't uh, beat them, fatten them. Uh, I've been in tiny little Mexican towns where they have the little, uh, what, what do you call a little store? There's a charming term for it in Mexico. I can't remember. Um, but. They're full of American fast food and soda pop and and ho hos and Twinkies and the rest of it. And the number it used to be that nobody was fat in these little towns. There's chubby people all over the place. Um, they also mentions absolutely worth mentioning um, that uh, the recruitable oh as the recruitable population has declined, so has interest in serving in the military. I, I would suggest to you that defending the country beating back Nazis, saving freedom is more attractive to young patriots than never-ending police actions in sand countries, which have increasingly um, apparent uh, psychological problems, never mind the physical injuries. The government could do a better job of selling military service. I don't know if they're going to get people to be thinner, but you could sell the importance of Take military care of your service. veterans a little bit better, too. Yeah, exactly. that, that would that. help. Good one. Amen Good that. one, that had kind of a drill sergeanty feel to it. Yes. That's an excellent point, Sean. If your dad or grandpa got screwed by the VA, yeah. no, you're not going to join. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Put a nice little bow on the show. Michelangelo, your final thought? All right, Charo and Howie Mandel have just arrived at the White House. <laughs> They're going to meet with Trump, Kanye West, and Kid Rock today. Global warming is the topic. Charo. <laughs> Michael. Wow. Positive Sean, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, it's never too late to keep adding stuff to your bucket list. Today I added get hired by mad and respond to everything said with all drink to that until I get fired. That is now on my bucket list. Wow, nice. Uh, Marshall, final thought for us? Well, I tell you, we live in exciting times. The Mega Millions jackpot is now the ninth largest jackpot in U.S. history. Oh! $548 million. 
And remember, my friends, if you don't play, you yeah. can't win. And if you do play, you can't win. <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? Every once in a while in your life, you come across something that's mind-blowing. And this uh, realization that we as a culture have abandoned fact, have abandoned science, on the left and right, at the highest levels of academics and very at the, the very lowest of populism, we've just abandoned fact is really a mesmerizing topic for me. It is indeed. Uh, my final thought also comes from the Army Times article that the obesity issue is particularly severe in the part of the country where more soldiers come from, the South. Oh, really? And if that ain't a cigarette butt in your moon pie, I don't know what is. <laughs> Hilarious. I was just reading where, because of the hurricane, they had to close 18 Waffle Houses. How would you tell if a Waffle House was closed? Not as or many open, fights in the parking lot. Or had been hit by a right. hurricane. How would you even know? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. You know, I have a punchline, but it's very harsh. A cigarette in your moon pie. That's funny. <laughs> so many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Our complete interview with the journalist from the Washington Post. Well worth a listen about the, uh, the disappearance of Mr. Khashoggi. The ninth highest lotto prize, you say. (laughs) See you tomorrow. God bless America. Indeed. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get! Get! And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over! What? Bye-bye. Your line is orgasm sound of your choice. What? what? <laughs> That's a really good one. That was a double. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.